What the fuck's going on, folks? And welcome here to episode six of the Bustin' Bubbles Outdoors podcast. So, uh, been a little while here. Been close to a month since I put one of these out. Uh, want to jump on here and say what y'all doing? What the fuck is going on? You know, how things been? Probably gonna, uh, talk a little fishing today. We getting, we getting into spring time here and, uh, y'all know as well as I do that Springtime for some folks means crappie, bluegill, uh, largemouth spots, redfish for some folks. So we're just going to talk about it and uh, we're going to let this son bitch go. <clears throat> now I tell you what. I don't know about y'all, but I done been fishing about as long as I can remember. I mean, since I was knee-high to a damn grasshopper. Going out there on the river, hitting these little farm ponds, you know, catching these large mouth, these crappies. What do they call them, some bitches down there in uh, Cajun country? Sackalays or something? Y'all wrong. Bunch of damn coupons. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, been fishing about as long as I can remember. I'm going to tell y'all a few things I like to do in the springtime around the spawn, getting close to start ready to spawn. Uh, a couple of stories from throughout my years of fishing and uh, let her go from there. So I reckon, uh, man, i tell you one of the first things I remember about fishing. There was one, one time, I was little, I don't know how big I was, but was fishing this little farm pond. I think it's a catfish pond uh, down there in Alabama, and uh, had an old Mickey Mouse rod and reel. <laughs> and uh, anyways, I got a bite, and uh, there goes my rod and reel off into the pond. And uh, my dad jumped in there and grabbed it. And then another time. We was out on the river. It was me and my me and my dad, my granddad, and my sister, and uh, old Meth Mouth. Anyways, uh, she was sitting in the boat, and uh, her hat flew off in the boat going down the river. That was pretty. That was pretty cool. Um, man, I tell you, biggest influences in my life, you know, fishing and stuff. Probably gonna be my granddad. You know, he pretty well been retired. The whole time I've been alive, I think he retired from Greyhound in 95. And uh, it seemed like springtime, fall, stuff like that. We'd get home from school, sit around, wait on Pawpaw to get home, go down the end of the driveway, ride in the boat back up the driveway, and get the fish out of the live wells. He stayed on them crappie, stayed slaying them, you know. Um, so that's, that's really who lit a fire under my ass to fish as my granddad um man i i'm really trying to get back into crappie fishing this year i tried to get into a little bit last year i just didn't go a lot uh me and one of my buddies that i met up here uh, we went to this little pond out by his house last year and we caught pretty good old bag of bluegills and a couple of crappie Caught a couple of bass. I think we threw the bass back that day. So we're gonna we're gonna try and get on it. There's a couple of lakes around here with all kind of <clears throat> submerged trees, standing timber, stuff like that. We're gonna try to 
really get on them crappie hard as soon as it starts getting decently warm out. Um, I got another buddy who's been talking about wanting to go a lot here lately, so we're going to either carry my boat out or his boat out, and we're going to haul ass across the lake, river, whatever. Um, i tell you something, man. Comes to bass fishing, I've caught I've caught a lot of big fish, and some places you wouldn't expect to see no big fish at. Uh, there's one day, me and my buddy found this little pond off in the woods. Boy, it was pristine. Let me tell you, it ain't looked like too many folks been back there pressuring them fish. And uh, walked up the edge of the bank and start fishing. You know, throwing them soft plastics on probably a three alt offset worm hook and uh we was getting bites and you know took us a minute to realize that we had to give them fish you know give them a minute before they really take it down to where you could set the hook on because if not you're just gonna jerk it out of their mouth and, you know once we realized that we started tearing into them pretty good uh i caught a fish out there and what's got to be probably six inches of water there's two little twigs sticking up there and I flipped this Zoom Z-Hog back past them twigs, like right between them. Bumped it back up to it, got it up to it, let it sit there for a minute. Hopped it one time, when I hopped it, it felt like a nam. Felt like I hooked into a tree or something. But really what it was, was uh, I hooked into one of the biggest bass I've ever laid eyes on. I set the hook on this big bastard. I'm thinking, damn, I done got a tree or something. But then it jumped, and uh, I reeled it on up to the bank. Time I got up to the bank, I'm freaking out. My buddy's freaking out. You know, uh, holy shit, what do we do with this fish here? You know, well, uh, didn't have no tape measure, nothing out there to measure it with or a uh, scale. So we just estimated and uh, kind of bent my leg and held my leg up. That fish's mouth was at the top of my knee and, uh, the tail was down past the bottom of my boot and I was about probably the same height I am now if y'all know 511 something like that somewhere along in there um so this was after high school so I know I ain't grew that much since high school anyways caught that one uh man I freaked out you know what do I do what do I do do I you know, walk 300 yards back to the truck and get something to put this thing in to carry it and get it mounted, or do I just throw it back? You know, I ended up just throwing it back. Well, uh, about a week later, we was out there night fishing one night, and I slung that Z-Hog about as far as I could across that pond, and it's probably, hell, I don't know, 150, 200 yards across. Anyways, I slung that son bitch. Hits the water. Same thing, man. It felt like I unset the hook into a freaking tree, and it jumped. And I could tell you by the way it felt, it was bigger than the one that I caught a couple of days before. Um, caught a lot of big fish at night. I've seen a lot of wild shit at night out there fishing. One night I was out there in this neighborhood that I ain't got no business fishing in or didn't have no business fishing in, and uh. I seen this snake swimming out across the lake. I don't know, probably 60, 70 yards away from me. And there's a big lay down tree. 
about straight across from where he was swimming across at. And uh, I just heard a blow up. When I heard the blow up, you know, I looked, shine a flashlight over there. And I didn't never see that snake again. So uh, I guarantee you old largemouth done eat him. And I've heard of, heard of fish eating snakes before, but hell, I ain't never seen it before that. I've caught a lot of fish on them big 10, 12, 12 and a half inch worms. So I could I could see if they'll eat that, and then I could see where they'd try to eat a snake or something like that, you know. Um, but man, probably probably a lot of a lot of my biggest fish have either come at night or right there at sunset. I used to do a lot of night fishing. Used to used to fish oh twelve hours a day, fourteen hours a day, something like that. I don't I can't do that no more. Um caught a lot of fish a lot of fish on top water frogs a lot of big fish on top water frogs got one of them uh hell i don't remember what it's called it's a uh, it's a hollow body mouse and i remember when they first came out i thought man this is gonna this is gonna slay their ass right here i have had one strike on that mouse uh, since i bought it you know and that was a couple of years ago when they first came out with them it wasn't it ain't like it is now you know you go bass pro or cabela's or wherever the hell you gonna go and they've got all the different kinds of stuff now um but i've had one one strike on that hollow body mouse probably my favorite thing to throw is old red bug magnum old monster man either that that magnum old monster red bug or if you can ever find them it's a zoom shaky head worm and red bug boy those are probably my two favorite things to throw ever i tell you when it gets when it gets really hot in the summertime you take uh, either one of them more particularly that that old monster and you sling that some bitch about as far as you can you know you let it sink Get your line tight, move it once every two and a half, three minutes, and let it sit. Man, I, uh, I've caught a lot of fish that way, especially in the heat of summer. They, I don't know what it is, something about that red bug, something about that giant fucking worm. They love it, and I love it too. <laughs> um, Man, I, I can't, I have a hard time finding them shaky head worms anywhere. If I can find the shaky head worms, I can't find them in the color that I want, which is that red bug or watermelon red. I hadn't never, I don't think I've looked for watermelon red in a while. Um, and I've caught a lot of fish on either of them, that old monster or that red bug. You know, fish a lot of places that, uh, Ain't got no business being. Didn't have no business being. Probably shouldn't have been. Fish a lot in them places. Caught a lot of fish. Caught a lot of big fish in some of them places. You know, I don't mean all eight pounders, but certainly have caught a lot of threes and fours, fives. Um, it's wild. The places you see that they'll be fishing that water 
Whereas you wouldn't, you wouldn't ever expect it. You see a little ditch on the side of the road, a little creek somewhere. You know, you walk up the edge of that little creek, you can pull bluegill out the size of your hand. You think, well, shit, how them, how them fish get back up in there, you know? Because all the dams or whatever may have you up through that creek, little rock piles, tree laydowns, whatever, you know. And a lot of them banks on them creeks, they got them uh, old undercut banks. Let me tell you something. You throw up under that, get you a little old white grub, a live grub. Where that uh, undercut bank goes up under that, you see that water turn nice and black. You stick that, stick that grub on that hook with a little old, uh... oh, hell. One of them little old clip-on weights, the number two hook. You drop it down in that hole. I've caught I've caught many a bluegill, size of my hand out of them little holes like that. You would never believe. Uh, hell, I wouldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Until I did it. Um. Anyways, I feel like I'm starting to get lost in the sauce. So. Uh, this is just an episode to start a long list of springtime, summertime fishing episodes. You know, we got Matt Smith coming up here, June, July, moving up here. Um, it's going to be, we're about to have a, a hell of a time this spring, this summer. Hope y'all enjoy this. Y'all y'all check out combatwaterfowl.com. Use code JSnyder for a nice discount. Um, be on the lookout for them. Big things coming from Combat Waterfowl, fellas. Y'all come see us at uh, either the Delta Waterfowl Expo in Arkansas in July or that same weekend. You can come see us at the uh, Squad Fest at the Combat Waterfowl booth. Week front, lit, in that thing. Y'all come see us. Check us out online. All right, now, y'all have good and tight lines and uh, cut them like crack, fellas.